This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand on the air. Hello everyone. Takaho. Selamat datang. Konnichiwa. Hola. 안녕하세요. Assalamu alaikum. And Kiora. Connecting Cultures Features is a show by and for the beautiful and diverse multicultural people of Dunedin. Join me every Friday noon for Connecting Cultures Features on Otago Access Radio 105.4 FM, podcast on oar.org.nz. Listening to Connecting Cultures Features on RFM. 
ora everyone. Welcome to Connecting Cultures Features, a show by foreign about the multicultural people of Dunedin and New Zealand. Today, I'm here with the OUSA, um, Otago University Students Association International Representative of 2023, um, Cyrus Yem. Uh, he is currently here all the way from Hong Kong, um, zooming in to chat with us about his um, cultural identity and also the goals for the year. Kia ora, Cyrus. Uh, kia ora. How are, you, how are you today? I'm doing good. Uh, how about you? I'm good as well. Um, so you are currently in Hong Kong. How is home like for you at the moment? It's very, very. It's different, as I would say, because I, I've, I've been away for for a couple of years because of COVID, and I'm sure all of you, well, some of you, probably have as well. Uh, it feels really different, even though the people that I know is still is still here, is still the same. It's mm. it's it's different in a way, but I like it. Well, mm. not really like it. It's just I had to get used to it, which I did. Mm. Um, when did you arrive to New Zealand? Like, how long were you away for? So, uh, I arrived in New Zealand in early 2020, and then we all know what a hit after that. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I've, I just managed to go back in, like, late 2022 last year. And, yeah, I've been away for quite some time. But, yeah, I met, I met, I've met friends in New Zealand. It's not too, like, lonely, which mm-hmm. is good. It's good that you've um, settled well um, and, you know, uh, on top of studying, you also ran for OUSA and we will talk a bit about that um, later during the show. Um, Would you mind introducing yourself to our listeners? Yep, no worries. Hello, everyone. I am Cyrus Yam, the current uh, OUSA ISR, International Student Representative. I am from Hong Kong and... It's even though it's my like first time of like dabbling into student politics, but I'm but I, I, have, I have a heart of making sure everyone has a good time in Dunedin because yeah, that's basically all this role is about just supporting actual students and just making sure that they have a fantastic time here. And I really, 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 really want to do that and just be like just do the best that I can offer. That's so cool. Um, yeah, it's so important to have people who care about students well-being um and yeah i'm so proud of you for running and congratulations for having the role and we're really excited to see everything you uh work on this year um what do you study here at otago i'm doing a bachelor of science in majoring in information science and a minor in gis geographic information systems wow um can you tell us more about that so information science is basically so like the information systems that you see like in like maybe like in uh, large companies uh uh governments and and all kinds of stuff that require that is quite like networking like data data research and basically all that wanky stuff it's not progr- it's it's not too much in the computer science which is programming and stuff but yeah it's still fun to do Mm. Have you always wanted to study that? Uh, not really. I've changed my degree. I, I do. I, I did. Uh, I'm currently a second year student. So first year, I did computer science, with, and then I realized that I do not like coding at mm. all. 
So yeah, change it, and that's the beauty of uh, of, of Otago University. You can, you can change your degrees like when, like uh, whenever you want. Well, not whenever you want. It's more like you have flexibility on ch- of changing stuff, and not to worry about much. Hmm. I agree on that because I also one of those people who changed their degrees. Um, in my first year, I did anatomy, um, but in my second year, I switched to psychology and gender studies, and I drop anatomy completely. Um, and yeah, and I agree with you. There is, um, it's a lot easier to change your degrees, um, and with your paper selection. Hmm. Yeah, it's very, 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 very easy. Well, compared to so some of so listen example some of friends here in Hong Kong when they want to change something they have to like fight for it, which we don't have to do, which is very which is, which to us is very like, it's very convenient, very like stressless, when compared to everything else. Yeah, um, it, like even if I'm uh, reflecting from my Malaysian friends back home, um, it's not an easy process as well to switch your degree. Um, which is good that, you know, us having this experience here make it easier, especially as an international student when we have so much other things going on. <laughs> yeah, it's lovely. Yeah. Um, so with your degree, what are you hoping to do with it in the future? Do you have like an idea of where you want to go? I hope I can dabble into or just jump straight into the IT world and maybe work for just do data like analysis or data systems or something like that because mm-hmm. I generally have an interest in those and I really do hope to make work in like for an airline company or airline or something like that. Well, that that's for the future. That's, yeah. Yeah. But it's I, always I just, it's 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 hope. Huh. It's nice to imagine where you're gonna go, um, and then suddenly you might you might end up something completely different, and you just wonder like, "Whoa, that's really interesting." How you know you don't know where life heads you. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Um. Let's talk about your cultural identity. Um. So you are from Hong Kong. Um, have you grown up there all your life? Uh, yeah, I've been living in Hong Kong since when I was born, and then first time living like outside of Hong Kong is New Zealand, and yeah, mm. I have quite a relationship with Hong Kong. Mm. <clears throat> yeah, uh, what would you say is like um, Hong Kong culture? What would you, how would you describe Hong Kong to people? Very busy, mm. and. Uh, how would I say? How would I word it? Uh, yeah, it's very, it's very busy, and it's like there's people like everywhere all the time. So like, you have a, if you're an introvert, good luck. Um, uh, <laughs> Are you an yeah, introvert? Borderline. Okay. <laughs> so so you're well, safe. Well, in well, at least people won't, won't won't actively talk to you mm. unless you talk to them, maybe. Mm. But yeah, it's it's very busy in Hong Kong. It's very, it's uh, there's a lot of people, and yeah, if you don't like people, then Hong Kong's probably not for you. Mm. Do you like people? No. <laughs> uh, is that why you came to New Zealand? <laughs> a part of it, yes. Oh, interesting. Um, yeah, I have a best friend who lives in Hong Kong at the moment and we've been sending letters to each other. Um, 
she talks about like the work culture as well and um yeah growing oh yes it's bloody painful yeah the work culture is bloody painful like growing up in hong kong what are the kinds of traditions or values that you grew up with um maybe your parents taught you to uh so because we're still like we'll still have like chinese culture and yeah so so because of that we still like very 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 much well not look up to our parents more like we have to, we take responsibility for our parents and also just making just don't just try your best to not piss them off Mm. And yeah, just it, it's very different when compared to New Zealand. So when I, when I so I, because I because I came here during high school, I was, I, during high school, and all of, like almost all of my friends are like uh, from my from high school, and and because I do Dunedin, I do high school in Dunedin, so they so I still talk to them and and meet with them very 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 frequently, so and. I've noticed that like their relationships are like sometimes very very different, or sometimes or just make me like question something that I know. But yeah, and, yeah, it's still uh, it's Hong Kong. Hong Kong culture is very unique, and I don't really, and I'm not really sure that I can actually like word it in a way. You kind of have to like just come in, just feel it. Mm. And if you were to invite people <laughs> to Hong Kong for to experience uh, the culture. What is it about Hong Kong? Do you think people would enjoy? First of all, uh, well, first thing is like the the infinite amount of skyscrapers, which is which is which is already like a quote unquote attraction for some reason. Mm. I don't think it's great, but it works. So I'm not complaining. Uh, second, uh, so and also, food is very very. So basically, Hong Kong, you can like try like different kinds of food like everywhere. Mm. And if so, and you get, you get have a lot more, a lot more, have a lot more choices. You have a lot more things to choose from. So, good luck if you have a hard time choosing something. <laughs> uh, and yeah, it's Hong Kong is very big on food and very big on like, well, not but, but not really. Uh, how do I say it? It's big on food and it's big on like just you could just like to be. Mm, I don't really hmm it's a, bit, it's a bit hard to just think of this well, the thing well, the only thing that I just have in my, have in my mind just like Hong Kong food is great if you find the right thing and yep all things fine and also like the so the markets are very good are very good you can just find stuff random stuff there and yeah it's very cheap for some reason hmm there's, mm, I heard that there's a lot of like ethnicities in Hong Kong as well because a lot of people are working there. Yes, absolutely. So because of that, there's a lot more. That that is one of the reasons why we have a lot of those restaurants to begin with. So because so a lot of people from different places and to, and talk about Hong Kong's history of has history. It's been like a, it's it's been like taking in like refugees from like the Vietnam War, the the. Uh, the the Chinese Civil War, and because of that, so there's a lot of culture that just smashed together in Hong Kong, and also mm-hmm. because of some of some foreigners like take Hong Kong like as a, like an investment port or something like that. So people would move here, and and some and sometimes they started business, and sometimes and those sometimes led to the the state of Hong Kong is currently in. Mm. 
the hmm, um, I've traveled to Hong Kong once uh, when I was 10. Uh, but all I remember from it was going to Disneyland, Hong Kong Disneyland. Um, yeah, and I just remember how friendly people are. And yeah, you're right. There's so many people. Um, but yeah, I would travel again to experience outside Disneyland. <laughs> Disneyland, uh, we don't talk about that. Oh, why? Uh, well, like. A friend of mine said like said something like this like ages ago. It's 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 just a joke. Uh-huh. Uh, Hong Kong Disneyland is famous is is, is famous is a famous Disneyland in the world for it, because of it being the smallest one in the world. Oh. Uh. <laughs> but it does have very like it, it it does have like very unique stuff when it comes to Disneyland. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, yeah. I don't I don't go to Disneyland anymore. <laughs> Many me enjoyed it, but um, yeah, I don't know so much about um, other Disneylands. Yeah, neither. Uh, um, you mentioned that you came to New Zealand for high school. Was that correct? Uh, yes. Yeah. How old were you then? Fifteen. <gasps> so young. What was yes. that like coming to uh, New Zealand at fifteen? It feels really weird and really like out of pace at first, but eventually got used to it and slowed down my pace, and. Because my, my because my natural English abilities is not that bad, so uh, I got used to it pretty quickly. Surprisingly. Hmm. Um. Why did you choose to study overseas, or was that your parents' decision? I I influenced my parents to let me study overseas because my Chinese was a bit too bad to go to university. Oh. Yeah. It'd be, um, I I passed my first Chinese paper, my first Chinese like subject, in like year eleven. Yes, so yeah, after I saw that, it's like no, I have to go somewhere. I can't do this. I can't go. I, I can't go to uni if I just if I continue to be like this. Mm. Were you what? What are the languages that you speak at home? I, I speak Cantonese at home. Mm. I don't really speak English at all. At home, mm. unless I, uh, unless, unless I need to, well, no, not at least, unless I need to train my little brother on speaking English because we are two very polar opposites. Yes, mm. mm. I don't really do English at home. Mm. It's interesting to hear like people's reasons why they study abroad, uh, and for you, it's because you know you wanted to pursue something that. Um, makes it easier to communicate, like, you know, speaking English. Is there a reason why you came to New Zealand specifically? Uh, well, I, I, well, I did choose me to, like, go abroad and study. I didn't really choose me going, g- g- to choose where I'm going. Mm. Well, so my parents chose where I go, where I go, which is where they chose New Zealand, and they chose Dunedin because they said there are less distractions, which in case it led to me being absolutely bored... <laughs> <laughs> Sadly, uh, yeah. but yeah, I yeah I I, I like Dunedin. Mm. Dunedin's a good place. It's a good place to just chill after, like, especially when you're like exposed to city life for like 15 years, just like I did. Yeah. It's a good place to just chill and just do stuff. Yeah, and it must be um, a big change to be from Hong Kong, such a busy culture um, with so many people, and suddenly you're in Dunedin. You know. 
Yeah, it's been even though it's like I've been stated for like two, like almost three years, it's still a bit odd to see like where's 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 me skyscrapers. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um. So your parents choose um New Zealand. Do you know why? Like specifically uh, New I Zealand. I think they I think they mention it because uh, since the tuition fees are cheaper when compared to everything else. Mm. And also, it's the same quality. It's 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 good quality. That's what mm. I wanted to say. So yeah, mm. bond deal? Question mark. Mm. Do you think they made a good decision? <laughs> yes, yes, they did. They absolutely did. <laughs> oh, like sometimes I imagine alternate universe where you know things change or things don't happen the way it is now. Um, what do you think would be? different if you never came to New Zealand to study? I would definitely be probably just working my crap, working and uh, hoping to like grind my way back to uni in mm. like maybe a, like a free workers in college or something like that. Mm. Yeah. And when you went to the high school in Dunedin, which high school was it? It's Kavner. They changed their name, which I think, oh, which I personally yeah. think is not that great. Yeah, Trinity something. Great. Hmm. Trinity Catholic College. No one likes it. Well, our, our, our friend group doesn't like it. So, yeah. Mm. Mm. But, but, yeah, I understand why they have to change it, even though it's a bit odd the reason. Yeah, it's a good reason to change it. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, just reflecting, like, 15-year-old, you came to New Zealand to study. Um, how was it, like, to re- to settle in? Like, was it easy to navigate things? Were things different in, like, systems and stuff? They were really, really different. Hmm. Can you share with us? I, 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 yeah, it's, it's, it, takes, it took some time, but mm. I'd say I... I I got used to it very quickly. Well, compared to one of my one of my like distant friends that was that that in all the same time in Havana as I did. He's also he's also from Hong Kong, but he had a weird he had a way harder time because just because his English skills wasn't the best, mm. and I have to take him through quite an amount of stuff, and that's not what anyone would want. And and I really do hope him he has a he has a stable job now because we just he, after you talk he just disappeared and I don't know where he went well I hope he's okay I hope he's I hope he's, <laughs> he's I hope listening fine. to this and and uh, know that we're probably looking up for him yeah. <laughs> <laughs> probably not probably um, not but whatever yeah um okay um if you could you know advise your younger self right now what would you make what would you do differently when you were just um arriving to new zealand and settling in and stuff ask more questions <gasps> did you not ask much questions i tend to forget to ask questions mm. and also i'll tell myself to like just well to be fair i don't i don't have really much things to complain about me being about the first time of me being here it's more it's more like stop being like stop sort of restricting yourself to to one place and just go and meet local friends that's why you're here mm. thing 
Yeah, which I eventually did, but way later than I would like it to be. Hmm. Do you think you were adjusting because you were homesick or you were just finding yourself, your pathway? I'm just fine. I think I'm just finding myself in just feeling bored to see just the same batch of people that I don't really like want to talk that don't really have like a passion to talk with every single day. Mm. Like I need a new friend group. Well, not a new friend group. I need a friend group. Mm. And I need something that I, some the people that I actually would like to talk to. Mm. And yeah. It's really, yeah. Um, Just, it's really interesting to hear like all these reflections uh, about your younger self because when we were teenagers all we wanted to do is like um fit in so it was we didn't really think hard about um that but we could benefit from the right social group you know what i mean yeah yeah absolutely mm. yeah that's a very good reflection um do you th- did you feel belong when you were settling in? Strangely, yes. Hmm. Well, to be, I, I never felt I really, really belonged in New Zealand because just because, like, I'm from a very, very different culture, and me and my like work ethic is sometimes different. Hmm. And also, like, bec- and also because my friends are like all locals, and sometimes I felt like I don't fit in as well as I hope it would. But I think it, I'm doing fine for the time being. It should be okay. Hmm. If you can describe like your sense of belonging um, to New Zealand, is there a reason why you feel belong to this culture? To be honest, uh, I kind of like a bit fed up with Hong Kong and just want to find something different and just see how I fit in. And New Zealand culture happens to be one of them that I can fit in no problem. Hmm. I'm tired of the like high stress and the extremely grindy environment of Hong Kong, and I just want to find something different. Yeah, and very, very relaxing and very good for mental health, and they actually care about mental health, which is good. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I'm glad you find. I'm glad you found a place where you feel um, safe, and also you can feel like life is slow because if it's moving too fast it does ruin your sense of self in some ways as well like you you only think about work yeah Mm. sometimes Um, you just have to like let it go and just chill for a bit yeah definitely um i'm really interested to hear more about your mental health and well-being um conversations later during this show um now Let's talk about OUSA. Um, so you are currently this year's um, Otago University Student Association's International Student Rep. Um, and how are you finding the role so far? It's very, like, the year has just started. But, like, what is your views about the role at the moment? So currently, because I'm not in Dunedin, I don't have many, as much meetings that I have to walk to, but I do have a lot of meetings that I have to cope with time zones and Zoom to. For example, this, mm. uh, there's what, well, 3 a.m. To, today. Uh, it's, <gasps> it's, it's been good. It's been good. Well, it's just emails currently, and then I'll have lots and lots more, lots and lots more to do when I'm just, when I'm just back into in person. Mm. But yeah, I really do hope that I can do this well, and I'm really looking forward to it. 
You had a meeting at 3 a.m.? Yes. <laughs> because it's five-hour different time zone, yes. right? Yeah. 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 yeah, interesting. It's the same as Malaysia. Mm. Oh. Um, so as the international student rep, what is your role? Like, what do you do? I basically advocate for international students and just look after them and as in the in the student association and just help them and organize events that uh make that make sure that they feel at home and well feel at home is more like helping them integrate into New Zealand culture and just hoping that they enjoy it hmm. and also just try to help them make new friends so they don't so they don't be, so they won't be alone for too long hopefully yeah so at, at least they also have to have someone to talk to it's because you know, you know how it feels, right? Because you were an international student before, and adjusting to New Zealand culture can be hard for a lot of people. Um, what has been your, like, what has been your strength to keep going with this role? Like, why did you run in the first place? I want to see international students actually enjoy and with that enjoy Dunedin and the and the studies without too much issues, and I would like to, and I would really really want them to know that there are supports here, because for, because when I first came to university, I had to like struggle. I've struggled like, to find my to find like the student support, academic support, or something like that. I really want to like let them know that hey, this is here, because this is here, use it. Also, because international students tend to not ask about these things and just grind it for themselves. Well, the people I know just do that. I'm sorry, I'm not generalizing here. Uh, yeah, I just want to make sure that they know that, hey, help exists. Here's how you find help. Mm. Please, if you need it, go get help. It can be really scary to ask for help uh, when it's a foreign system to you. Um, and yes. like... And for some cultures, it's bad to ask for help, um, yes. which is I a. I don't I kind of relate to that in a way. Yeah. Um, but I just well, when you're into the Eden, I just throw it away, and just focus on I'm in New Zealand. I should just do, and I should just fit. Well, not fit, and I should just like try, and just don't think about that for a while. Mm. And maybe that will help you, like your mental health, like way better because your that mindset is gone. Yeah, for the time being. Yeah, I remember that I definitely had to leave some some of the things I learned about in Malaysia, like not like the bad things, you know, like um, asking questions is bad. Um, respect your teachers and don't talk back. To them, you know things like that, um, because actually here, in order to change systems, you do need to talk back. Which, in other ways, it means like advocate for things. How do you feel like your role is um, part of like advocating for international students? So I would listen. So I I would have to listen like to all their voices and really hope they do give me their voices just to give me their opinions on like how the university can be better, like how the, how the university can run things to make it to make their life smoother, 
make their life easier. And yeah, that's and that's really what I do if I if I well advocate advocate. Basically, it's just like listen to voices and just tell the university, hey, do better, and <laughs> just hope they do better. Hmm. So, what are your goals for OUSA this year? My goals is uh, I'll just say it uh, to make international students have a better environment in living and studying in Dunedin, and make sure that the make sure that even though that they're far from home. Maybe the, their culture still stays relevant here. So, like, so, like, make sure that like they still feel they they still feel cultural. They still feel their cultural diversity here. Being part of being cultural diversity here, and hoping that they all like, well, not hoping, like, encouraging that they that they like just meet with local friends and just spread their culture through that way. And and I really do hope people. Like to actually like enjoy it, mm. but I'm not. But no one's forcing anyone. <laughs> so OUSA has cultural clubs, right? Um, yes. How many clubs do you have this year? Do you know the number? I do not have the exact number, but I. But we like we are currently like doing the IFF the International Food Festival. Yay! That's happening really soon. Yes, it's having. I think the twenty fifth. I think. Yeah, the twenty fifth of um, February. Yeah, so we have ten clubs for that. Mm. Do you have a list of those clubs? I do have that. I do. I do not. I do not have that at the moment. Mm. But I can definitely tell you that there is ten, and I. Really, I hope that this that the whole thing is a success because I won't be back until like the day after, which is sad. Oh, you'll miss it. Yes. Oh. But that's okay. That's there's there's Hong Kong food and all the other culture food in Hong Kong, so you you're not <laughs> missing out much. <laughs> it's not too bad. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's exciting. Um, can you tell us more about the International Food Festival for those people who might not know about it? So basically, put to put it very, very, very briefly, international clubs in uh, cultural clubs in the of the university will come up and cook some of the cultural dishes for others to have. Yeah, obviously, obviously, they have to play like, play like a ticket for it. I think into like the premises and just try it and really do hope that people would like it because it's my first time doing this and my first time ever experiencing IFF even though I'm technically not there I really do hope people actually enjoy it and, and I put my, all my trust into Otago International Association, Association to help me like figure it out like if, like everything that needs to be in person hmm I really enjoyed my time on uh, university years, um, and I, because I was once the OUSA international rep as well, um, organizing the IFF was probably one of the hardest things about the job. <laughs> um, but I really enjoy it. It's I love seeing people come together and um, enjoy other people's home foods. Hmm. 
yeah, it feels well, it's not refreshing. It feels it feels like comforting. Yeah, if people enjoy your culture. Your culture. Yeah, it's one of the things that you get to share with people easily, and um, so the event will be open for the the Nidan public people. Uh, last time I checked, it should be. Yeah, <laughs> for sure it should be. Uh, exciting. Um, you also mentioned about OISA, the Otago International Students Association. Can you share with us a bit about the association? Yeah, so basically, Otago International Students Association is the cl- is the uh, like umbrella organization for all the, the cultural clubs and basically just any international student in general. We do take we do we do events that that's like help international students like uh, connect with each other, but most of them just go to cultural clubs, and we we respect that, and that's good because cultural clubs this year have been not that great because a lot of people because we have ran out of international we are not ran out we have don't have a lot of international students to do the just fun or not fun to do the clubs anymore, mm. which is it's sad, but. Yeah, it's it's kind of what it is, and we do we do we do hope it picks up, like later this year or next year. Yeah, because an influx of international students, we do we I think this should go back to its former glory in maybe a, a year's time. Yeah, I miss having lots of cultural clubs and just seeing so many international students around the university. COVID actually brought down those numbers um lots of people had to go home and lots of people who wanted to study couldn't come in but i'm glad that um you know hopefully 2023 is a better year for a lot of people and um the numbers will go up and there'll be new cultural clubs forming you know yeah yeah um Exciting. Um, what is it that we can look forward to this year? Any events that you know is going to happen this year that we can look forward to? So obviously, the International Food Festival is one of them. Please go to that. Uh, there's also an International Culture Expo, the ICE, which mm. is due to happen like in semester two, which is basically, uh, which to put, also, get, again, to put it very briefly, cultural clubs set up their own stalls that showcase their cult those stalls that uh, showcase their culture their cultures. So for example last year there's like cultural there's, there's some cultural clubs like put out their like mini games uh or just just uh or just anything that just uh is their culture. So for example like holding like paper crates or something like that. Yeah. Mm. Yeah that's a fun thing to look forward to. Um yeah, thanks for the shout out. For OISA events, OUSA events, um, where can we find them? Is there like a Facebook page that we can look forward to? I think there should be a Facebook page. Well, we do have an Instagram page. Mm. Uh, I just need to find it real quick. Apologies for that. Well, yeah, we do have an Instagram page regarding uh, the regard regarding OUSA uh, stuff that we have. No, 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 no. O- 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 OISA stuff that we have. Yes, it's it's o- I- it's OISA dot nz on uh, the on Instagram, and we post there when we have like events or we do or we want to like find stuff. So mm. yeah, 
yeah, that's basically like how we talk. Mm. Well, not how we talk to people, but how, how we communicate with people. Mm. Yay. Like just letting people know that we exist. Mm. Yep. Because a lot of people don't know we exist, which is a problem. <laughs> yeah, because it's a new club. <laughs> um, yeah. In, it's not new anymore. Yeah, it's not new anymore, actually. Um, I remember working on all the constitution and stuff, end of 2020. So it's been three years. It's, <laughs> uh, it's a toddler while. now. <laughs> um, thank you, Cyrus, for um, the shout out of Oisa. Um, all right. So we were talking about mental health and well-being um, since, since you haven't started. Um, you know, the grind yet. <laughs> what? Yeah, the grind hasn't been studied yet. It's not that bad. It's, well, it's not, well, it's, it's, it's for now, it's not that bad. But for later, I don't know. But yeah. now it's, it's, it's manageable. Mm. How are you going to prepare yourself? So, what are the things that you want to do so your mental health and well being is in place when you start the grind? Definitely put break times in. Mm. And just and a limit, a limited time for yourself where you don't have. Well, don't we're not going to do anything. So, for example, like maybe like after like eight or nine or something, and you just let go of let go of the stuff and just chill, and just let your brain just recalibrate and refocus. Mm. That's a very good one, um, which I did not practice during my OUSA and last my final year years. Um, I think, yeah, having like a time boundary when that is the last time you work is so important so you can shut down that work side of you and tune into your personal self. Yeah, it's really important to like find a way to just to just let yourself just chill for a bit because you can't because you can't be on work mode twenty four seven. That's bad. That's really bad. Very bad. And yeah, just. Hope that people would, well, not people, and hope that I can figure it out and just make sure that I don't like overwork and overstress myself. Hmm. Seems like you've already got a plan, an idea of how you want to work um, soon. So good for you. You know, it's good that people are balancing their work and life situation. Yeah. Hmm. It's really important. And a lot of people, a lot of people seem to forget about that, especially here in Hong Kong. Because like my friends just like drive like three in the morning and just do stuff and just a, mm. a deadline warrior and yeah, lovely. Yeah. Well, not lovely. Please don't. <laughs> yeah. I don't have to do that anyway because I, I'm very lazy. Let's <laughs> mm. try not to be lazy. Well, it's 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 easier to say it than just and then doing it. But yeah, just try. Mm. Actually, sometimes it's okay to be lazy and just rest. You know because. The rest yeah. it will help you. Hmm. Yeah, but if you like, just do everything like you need to do, like in a bit, like in like the first few, like a couple of days, and then the last few days when you don't have to worry about the last thing, you just sit there and just do nothing. <laughs> it's it's just how you want to do it. Yeah. At least as long as you've got it and your brain is not frying itself, it should be fine. Mm. Yeah. Uh, thanks, Iris. One last thing I wanted to ask you is: Do you have any advice for? Um, first-year international students who are arriving uh, Otago this year. Remember, people are here to help you. You can, there is help if you want to find help. And also, 
friends can help you de-stress. So please, don't be alone. <laughs> Find people to be with. Find friends. That's very important. And But, yeah,、mm. just be healthy. Be just be kind. Just seek help if you need to.、Mm. Yeah, that's the perfect advice. Actually,、um, reminding people that they can ask for help if they need to because it's not easy to just say you need help. You know. Yeah. Hmm. Um. So. With your role as the OUSA international rep,、um, is there a way international students can contact you if they need anything? They can either go to the go to the OUSA office and just ask if if I'm there. I probably will just walk down and just talk to you when it's when it's sandwich time. And if not, you can probably just email. It should be fine.、Hmm. And what's your email address? It's、uh, international at international at ousa dot dot org dot nz. Yay! Perfect. You should be able to find me there.、Mm. If I don't, just slap me. It's fine. <laughs> oh, thank you so much, Cyrus, for today. I really appreciate、um, you making time,、uh, especially with the different time zone、um, in Hong Kong. So、um, yeah, appreciate it, and really hope you have a really good day ahead of you. Thank you、uh, to you as well. Thanks for listening to Connecting Cultures Features on RFM.
This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.